Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll, your morning show right here on the Board YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network. And today we have a pretty nice NBA slate to work with, 10 games on the board. And for the show today, there are three free picks on the way for you guys. So if you're excited for these bets, you've been tailing so far for the winning week, make sure to hit that like button, drive us up in that YouTube algorithm. Let's still try to get to 50 likes today. And please make sure you're subscribed to the Board YouTube channel to keep up to date with all the content we have coming your way each and every weekday morning right here with myself, Jacob, and my co-host over here in PIP. So how the show works, we're going to give out the free picks for you guys. If you want to ensure you're getting the best possible price, you can tail right away. But Pips will go through the handicap and analysis of all three of these plays after the fact if you do want to wait and decide afterwards. We're going to go through the recap of yesterday's bet, then any discussion pieces that may follow. So with that, let's get into the free picks that we have for the show today. Starting off with another Trey Young SGP here as the Hawks host the Orlando Magic. It's minus 110 odds at DraftKings to get Trey Young under 12 and a half assists and 25 plus points. So we'll see the handicap on that one in just a second here. But this one is better odds at ESPN bet if it is available in your region. Second play that we have is in the Bucks and Cavaliers game. Cavaliers at home. And we're taking this minus 120 SGP at BetMGM. We're going to take Donovan Mitchell, 30-plus points. Damian Lillard, 20-plus points. And again, this one is also better odds at BetMGM. Or sorry, for ESPN Bet. The final play is available at FanDuel. It's a minus 118 SGP in the Golden State Warriors and Utah Jazz game. Sorry for the mistake of the graphic here. But it's Lowry Markinen, 20-plus points. Jordan Clarkson, 15-plus points. And Lowry Markinen, 6-plus rebounds. This one, you cannot get the same bet at ESPN Bet. So FanDuel has the best price. All right. With that, we go to Pips, the handicap for the first play here. Trey Young, under assist, but over on points. So, so far this season, this is the a third game for Trey Young against this same team. And even though Orlando Magic is a very good defense overall, they are the third or fourth worst pick and roll defense to both handlers. Why is that? They are uh, playing drop coverage and staying with Bix. Capella had four points in the last game, even though he played 30-plus minutes. They are the great spot-up defense. That means also not helping on pick-and-rolls. Helps them to stay with their players in the, in, in the pick-and-rolls. So last two games, first game of the season, Trey Young, 41 points, eight assists against Orlando Magic. Second game over time, 31 points nine assists so not even close to getting over the assist and covered uh, the points easily in both with 41 and 31 as i said they are they have good uh point of attack defenders so they just decide okay let's get them in one-on-one -on -one defense not helping in pick and rolls will allow a lot of pick and roll points but players won't shoot efficient and we are good as long as uh we are staying with everyone else on the court. All right. So there's a the handicap for the Trey Young first bet. Let's go to that second play here as the Bucks are taking on the Cavs. It's Donovan Mitchell, 30 plus points. Damian Lillard, 20 plus points. And let's hear the handicap behind this one. Uh, we are doing almost the same thing. Like every good pull-up shooter guard against the Bucks over. And it worked so well over the entire season. And I'm going back to the uh, Donovan Mitchell. 
these two teams played uh, I think a couple of days before New Year so like three weeks ago uh, Donovan Mitchell in that game had 34 points uh, he, gave, he had wide open trees and wide open mid-range the entire game uh, only had four free throws still scored 34 points uh, yeah I mean they had that Daniel Lillard defending Donovan Mitchell I think that's you can get much better matchup for Donovan Mitchell. I don't think I don't think in entire season he was guarded by by worse defensive player, and also one of the best pull up shooters in the league, probably top five pull up shooters is Donovan Mitchell. And now going against uh, drop coverage, deep deep drop coverage, they didn't even try to adjust. They just played deep drop coverage with Lillard on him. He scored 34 points and Bucks won. So yeah, I don't think we'll see any change changes in that one. Second part of this bet is Damian Lillard. Uh, thing is, uh, usually Cavs are great pick and roll defense, but they adjusted a lot to stop Giannis. So they were pulling back on a lot of these, and Lillard had Lillard scored 31 points in that game, even though he had fouled trouble and played only 12 minutes in the first half. He still ended up scoring 31 in that game. The thing about Lillard, when they try to hedge him or blitz him, he is one of the best to split uh, blitz or hedge and go for a layup or get to the line. Though that game, he had a couple of easy layups and he had 11 free throws because when he splits it, he usually gets fouled or he gets... He, he is great at drawing fouls this season. Also, this, he started improving last season, but this season he just gets to the line a lot. And yeah, as I said, foul trouble last game, 31 points. I can see him easily getting to 25 tonight. So I'm going with 20. And like bo bo both of these guys together, I mean, yeah. All right, good stuff on the second bet. Before we get into third bet, just shouting out a couple of viewers here. We have Badger Boy and Matt B in chat, some longtime viewers. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, everybody for tuning in each and every morning for the show. But that third play is in the Warriors game against the Jazz. The Jazz, we spoke about on yesterday's show, winners of nine in the last 10. They have been on fire recently. Big reason why has been players like Larry Markinen and also Jordan Clarkson for this third bet. It's Markinen 20-plus points and eight and six-plus rebounds, as well as Jordan Clarkson 15-plus points, minus 118 at FanDuel. Uh, why are we back in the Jazz once again, specifically these two players here? Warriors' defense is a complete mess, especially over the last 15 games. They are in, in company of Detroit Pistons, Hawks, Wizards, and Spurs. They are allowing almost the exact same amount of points as those five teams. Those are teams that are tanking and that they are terrible. And... Uh, yeah, I, I don't see the Golden State. Just, just, they, they just lost to Memphis Grizzlies. Like, uh, Utah Jazz is a way better team than Memphis Grizzlies. And Lowry Markkinen, especially, if this should be and it will be a high paced game, Lowry Markkinen should cut this line because there's no one on the on this team that can guard Lowry. I don't see Biggins being able to defend him. I don't see Kuminga being able to defend him. I don't see Sharp being able to defend him. So, yeah, I'm just must, I, I need to take this line. Like, Lowry Markkanen over this line, both of these lines, easily in, in, in six straight, even though some were blowouts. 
the spread is, is tight for this one. Golden Saint, I will say if they lose this one, probably will. After losing to Memphis, they are in a very tough spot. Like they, they need to win, and they lost to the win Memphis in a much much needed win. Now if they lost this, I think huge alarms will settle sell be up in in the Golden State team, and I, that means I think they will fight to stay in the game close. Even though I think Utah can win this. Uh, so yeah, uh, Lowry Martin over this in six straight against the Bucks, against the Nuggets, against the Raptors, against the Lakers. He is just being in, insane. The, the the last game he didn't cover was huge blowout against the Celtics. He scored 17 in 23 minutes. He'll see 33, 34 minutes tonight and should be able to easily clear this. Uh, rebounds, uh, he's starting at four lately. They, they 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 dropped going with Collins at four and Kessler at five or Collins at four and uh, Kelly Olinik at five. They are a much uh, lower uh, now and Lowry Markkanen had nine or more rebounds in six straight games, so rebounds shouldn't be in question here. And we finally see lately Jordan Clarkson uh, playing well. He also covered this line in six straight. When he gets the minutes against the team that is not top 10 in defensive rating, he is over this line in 14 out of the 15 games this season, even with Lowry Markkanen playing in. So huge numbers. And with this pace and poor defense, this should be easy for... I wouldn't be surprised if both of these are third quarter cash for, for, for tonight against the Golden State Warriors. All right. Well, let's very much hope for that third quarter cash, a nice and easy sweat-free bet, because that's pretty much what we got yesterday with the one pick on the show. It was a smaller slate, but still, Joel Embiid comes through with 41 points. We only needed 33, and it was, again, pretty comfortable with this. Only had 14 first quarter points, ended up getting over the line. I think it took him to the fourth quarter to get over the line here, but it was never really in doubt at any point in the game. So, Great closing line comes through for us with the great number here. Uh, Pips, do you want to explain the Joel Embiid matchup here and uh, where we found such success? I mean, <laughs> you texted me when after the game, Joel Embiid was free money. How come it looked like that during the game? His motivation. I know some people were maybe surprised that I spoke about usage as almost only part of the analysts. Yeah. Uh, my process was he'll just be shooting too much for stay under this line, and he's still good, too good to center this line. Actually, Denver Nuggets defended him pretty well. Like they they did a decent job. I will say they did above average job. They started with uh, Jokic on him. He scored over him. They double teamed him on every time he tried to uh, post up. Then they switched Aaron Gordon on him and played zone behind him. So Embiid will catch the ball at the nail and be one-on-one against uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, then they played defense, uh, zone defense behind him, uh, just putting everyone uh, to, like, okay, we'll make Embiid shoot over us, not getting to the rim and not getting to the free throw line. Did a great job in the first half. Second half, finally, Embiid started just catching the ball in the movement out of the pick and roll and attacking when he started getting to the line it was easy easy game for for Embiid and yeah it's actually very 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 good game I enjoyed this game a lot 
very talented teams, very very good offense. Defense was way better in the second half than it was in the first half. We saw 78-78 first half, which is kind of amazing for the game. A bit run by two bigs. You expected it to be, but yeah, the both teams struggled in the first half with so many adjustments. Like you need to make huge adjustment to defend and beat all the other team need to make huge adjustment to defend uh, Jokic and they are not in their familiar defensive scheme or setting. So there were mistakes and yeah, but second half was way better on defensive end. But overall, great game and Joel Embiid just, when he's this aggressive, he, he's pretty much unstoppable in the regular season games. Yeah. So, uh, so on the topic of this game, I thought it'd be a good thing just to discuss briefly here because obviously it was a a, a match between two of the leading MVP candidates. Uh, Joel Embiid does get the better of Jokic, I suppose, in the game because the Sixers won the game. But as much as Joel Embiid was impressive with 41-10 or 41-7-10, Jokic was also very impressive. He had 25 points, 19 rebounds, three assists, shooting 11 of 20 here. Matchup-wise. I, I think it's pretty interesting as more and more teams are starting to defend bigs like this by putting on a more nimble player, often forwards, but even like we've seen Drew Holiday defending Giannis in the past when you want to match up against the big here. But you have a more nimble, shifty player against the big, and then you have your big as more of a roaming sort of presence instead of actually being matched up one-on-one. This matchup kind of feels like a bit of a, a dream NBA Finals matchup because you get to see Embiid and Jokic go at it. Uh, on a game-to-game basis here. But in particular, this matchup in general, if we were to see that longer series, who do you think would come out on top? Uh, currently, it's Denver. Uh, I think uh, San has lack one piece uh, for them being competitive in seven-game series against Denver Nuggets. What do you think? So you're, I, I'm assuming you mean like Tobias Harris, if you take him out and inject something else into the four, would that be the change that you'd need to see? Tobias Harris was amazing last night, but if he, if they can get this version of Tobias Harris, like he played last night throughout yeah. the entire playoff series, sure, yeah. But he usually disappears in the playoff. We saw it last season, we saw it season before, we saw it every season that Tobias Harris can have like, 40 minutes, four-point game in, in the playoffs. And that's, for a third option, that you lost the game. Like, you, you can't win with third option scoring that low points. So, yeah, I think uh, Batum is crazy addition for, crazy good addition for, for 76ers. He's an amazing yeah. role player. He does so much. Uh, yeah, Ubre is kind of decent for the bench, but that's it. And, yeah, they could be buyers for something. Melton was out, which is also huge. I forgot about Melton. Yeah, he is, he was out, and they still won the game. And he's a very important defensive player for them and shooter. So yeah, we will see less minutes for Beverly. He was actually good last night. Yeah. So I, I just put a poll in the chat. Anybody wants to weigh in, who would win a seven-game series? Also, please feel free to provide your comments in the chat. But I would also have to agree there. I also believe that. Like over the course of six, seven games in a series here, I can trust that Jokic will play well and really impact winning every single game. Like I, I've, we have evidence of that playoff run last year and even playoff runs prior, like even when the Nuggets struggle, like it, it's definitely not Jokic that's struggling out there. But on the Sixers side of things, 
I would also say, still... I would also say pe pe people had uh, a beat over Jokic on by far on defensive end. Last night, Jokic was better in defense than the Embiid was. Like, Jokic maybe is getting Embiid better there. Up, um, yeah, Embiid, Jokic was better in defense last night than Embiid was. He's, he's, Embiid he's was improving. Got awful in defense. I mean, they 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 wouldn't have won a championship if they hadn't fixed his defense. The whole conversation, the whole year last year, was like, oh, you get in the playoffs, Jokic's defense, high pick and rolls, all that. He was fine in the playoffs, uh, even in some tougher matchups. And obviously, he rode that all the way to a championship Jokic and a not, Finals MVP. Sorry, Jokic is not a great rim, uh, rim protector, but everything no. else, he's he's good or, or or average. That's why you have guys Aaron Gordon instead. That's why you got good defenders around. That's why you got to get the the surrounding cast there. But uh, on my prior point there, I, like I've seen Jokic, every game can impact winning. Embiid, I'm I'm still just waiting for. I'm not fully convinced of the playoff prowess like like too many times like there, there was that Celtics game it was game six last year the Sixers were had a were on home court in game six against the Celtics to progress uh beyond the second round and Embiid like didn't even touch the ball for the last five minutes if you're the best player like you think Jokic is going five minutes without touching the ball like if your guys if people aren't passing to you you make them pass to you, or you just go get the ball, start the play with the ball in your hands. Like, you're the best guy. Your team should be going down with you. Like, I know James Harden is there, of course, and obviously James Harden's going to get the ball a bunch. But just the, the demeanor to actually go and win a playoff um, series hasn't quite been I have, there. I have a lot to say on this one. First off, I actually said it on the show. First off, he had so many injuries. He was that he was right. fighting the playoffs. First, second, he played against terrible matchups every year. Like the the East Coast has nightmare matchups for bigs. Like that that's the thing. Like he played against the. I mean, everyone is laughing at old Al Horford stopping him. Al Horford is amazing defensive player. Like that, that's just out of the question. He had played against Nick Nurse. Who did every fucking thing that stopped that that, that could stop him? <laughs> yeah. And finally, when he was healthy, he was playing under Doc Rivers. Yep. Uh, look, I, this okay, is, like, I haven't. No excuses, but it was tough. Everything can be take. Look, one playoff run takes away all of this this entire conversation. Uh, but like I, I respect Embiid's game 100%. Nightmare to play against, even for a playoff series. But like, who am I taking Jokic or Embiid in a, in a whole playoff series? Everyone's taking Jokic, are, are they not? So I uh, think if you're not, I think you might yeah, be lying sure. to yourself. Sure, I agree. Put Embiid on Jokic team and put Jokic on Embiid team. This is Sixers are better. With Jokic, the Sixers, probably actually exciting. Probably, I think the Sixers are are better. The Nuggets, probably similar. It's a good question. What do you think? If you switch sides, I think Nuggets uh, win the championship. Oh, you're saying if if you're saying if if Embiid was on the Nuggets instead of Jokic, you think yeah, the Nuggets win? Yeah, uh, Jamal Murray. I'm unbelievable playoff performer. 
KCP, amazing 3D guy, Jamal Mar uh, Iron Gordon, amazing defensive anchor, uh, Michael Porter Jr., one of the best shooters in the league, and they had Bruce Brown last season, for example, off the bench, one of the best six men in the league. I mean, I, I will still have Denver Nuggets favored to win the championship with Embiid also there. Interesting. Like, I think Jokic is a better player right now, but Embiid is also pretty, pretty, pretty amazing player. No, no, of course, agreed. Like, the best players in the when you're, when you're so. talking about the the top of the top, you're, you're splitting hairs to try and pick out which one you prefer. Um, yeah, sure. Like, I agree. I agree that 76ers may be better with Jokic, but also maybe not because how they how their defense then looks like with Jokic in there. Like, uh, and that's true. Awful last they don't night, have overall, uh, they don't they don't have that that four that's four who yeah. can get guard like one of the top yeah. players and protect him. That's true. That's true. Um, I guess in that case the the teams would be built a bit differently. But uh, you know what? Maybe in the current state. I, I think I'd have to agree because of the defense, the Sixers uh, would would lose a little bit uh, at, at the rim protection, as we mentioned. Want to give a quick shout out here to Sean Glenn, another longtime viewer, sending in the super chat to the stream. Thank you so much, Sean Glenn, for the additional support to the channel. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we have comments here by NBA Props 20. Welcome back to the show, saying that Denver supporting cast is overall better than Philly. So if you put Embiid over there, then it would make sense. But I also agree that the Bruce Brown that sort of role should be something that's addressed around the deadline. I think the Sixers should also do a little bit of uh, addition, get some additional help. And I think they have the space to be able to do that. So we'll see. I mean, the Raptors all of a sudden might end up with Bruce Brown and I mean, no real reason for Bruce Brown to be on the Raptors. So if Bruce Brown ends up in Toronto, chance to reroute him comes into play. And I think a lot of teams could use a player uh, just like that one, but an interesting conversation. Nonetheless, thank you everybody for your input. That will do it for the show today. Reminder to hit that like button if you are tailing any of the picks going out on the show today. Three free picks for you guys. And if you're not subscribed yet, make sure you do get subscribed so that you check out all the content we have on the channel. Pick and roll live streams every weekday morning as well as the extra Thursday show with myself and Kirk Evans. So here are the plays for today. First of all, in the Magic and Hawks game, it's Trey Young under 12 and a half assists and 25 plus points. We got that minus 120 at DraftKings ESPN bet. Had better price on that if you have access to that book. In the Bucks and Cavaliers game, also better odds at ESPN Bet, but we're taking minus 120 odds at BetMGM to get Dame 20-plus points and Mitchell Donovan Mitchell 30-plus points. Our final play of the day is in the Warriors and Jazz game. Best price was at FanDuel, minus 118 to get Markinen 20-plus points and 6-plus rebounds, as well as Jordan Clarkson 15-plus points. Again, that will do it for us today. Thanks so much for dropping in. Thanks so much for watching this show. Me and Pifty back here. Same time, same place tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. <laughs>